Is this thing on? Testing one, two. Bueno, si, 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 claro, claro, si. Is it working? I think it is. I see the red light right here. All right, let's go. What's up, everybody? We are the Mexican Way. What up? To another episode. Yes, another hey. episode. And we actually have a special guest. We have a guest. We have a guest. And his name is Ocean. Ocean, say what's up. What's up? What's up? Hey, Ocean. guys. We had to bring Ocean. He's a high school buddy of mine. Uh, Brian, I think you were actually there also when he was in high school, technically. Maybe a year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think you guys were one seniors. Year. One year. I was, I was a freshman. Man. I never said what up to you. Yeah, I feel <laughs> bad now. You're saying I was what? a freshman, so no one really kind of knew me except Ido. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. It's better to stay away with it from us in high school, probably. <laughs> hey, I don't know. I don't know. Heidel was weird, man. That <laughs> wasn't weird. weird. Was Do you remember just... Heidel with the Dolphins jacket? No. no I don't recall the Dolphins jacket. I didn't have the same periods as him, man. Oh. I had. I only had one one period with him. That's it. Just <laughs> Spanish class. That's this guy it. had a Dolphins, like, big jacket, bro, like a rain coat. Kind of like thing. those puffy jackets yeah, back yeah, in high yes, school? Yes, like yes. the FUBU one? Yeah. Yes. Old school. And, and they would South say he would Pole. always wear that. Yeah, I think these, they, they nicknamed them Dolphins. No, they nicknamed me 80s jacket because it was an 80s jacket <laughs> from the Dolphins uh, back in the day. So it was uh, pretty that funny. makes sense. So we brought Ocean to this episode to basically talk about a positive mindset miracle. Something that was like just so devastating that I think it was awesome to kind of like bring no, you honestly, here so you can share it, man. I've never met Ocean. That was the first time I met him when yeah. you know we started. Basically, we worked together, so that's how you know we. I'm kind of now attached to Ocean, not attached, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. now we're together no, I talking. Um, I met him through Heido. Uh, we're working together. He helps us out, you know, with our stuff through Mexican Ways. And honestly, this story, dude, it moved me, man. Like you, honestly, kind of like. Just made yeah. me see things different. It really did move me. So I told Heidel, like, yo, I want to, like, yeah. if he's down and he's willing, because mm-hmm. I know how kind of, you know, it, it's personal. and yep. it's But it's, it's an awesome story, dude. I want other people to hear it, because I think if it moved me, it will move others. Yeah. No, no I get it. I, I think, um, you know, I hope to reach others just the same way. Um, you know, thank you for having me here today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I wouldn't mind, you know, sharing some of, um, you know, some parts of my life with you guys today i think uh it, it not only should it be moving but more like a motivational piece like yeah like yeah. in a more of like a like a positive thinking and really not giving up yeah. right, I right, would right, say, right you know what i mean yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of what it did to me it's like it made me kind of say like oh there's no excuses for you like you know there's someone like ocean out there that's like he got through this yeah. crazy not even it's not even like a bump in the road, like just this crazy thing that happened it's a to you. Devastating story, yeah. Man. And and you, you know, here you are, dude. You're doing dope. You know, everything. You just got <laughs> promoted, you, so congratulations yeah, on thank that. Thank you so much. Tell yeah. them a little bit about yourself. Yeah, Ocean, yeah, yeah. So kind of like introduce uh, yourself. That way, people know who you are. They're probably like, who For is sure. this Ocean guy? You know. So, um, you know, I was, you know, I come from an Armenian family, kind of a uh, very uh, cultural and. Um, Kind of like you guys, I mean, as far as, you know, and, and I've heard and I've seen, I have a lot of uh, Latino friends, Latina friends. Uh, my mm-hmm. girlfriend is Costa Rican herself, so I'm I'm able to you, compare and how, contrast. How did you get to that route, man? Because I hear like the you Armenian know? culture, you got to stick with the Armenian people. Yeah, man. I, I, you know, I was uh, I was an outcast, man. <laughs> I, I, I chose to, you know, go exploring. <laughs> but, but, you know, at the end of the day, I, I think um, I'm glad that i have an open mind Mm -hmm. and you know um even though our cultures are you know kind of like old school and they have a different mentality on things but 
we're a lot alike as far as humans go at the end of the day. Yeah. That's funny. I, I think, I've said that too, man. I know? feel like, because I, I, we went to Barrancai, yeah. and for the people yeah. that don't know Barrancai, honestly, it's like 40% Armenian and 40% Latino. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's like, it's all it is. So I knew a lot of Armenian people, and as I got to know them more, I'm like, dude, mm -hmm. we're so similar, like our beliefs and our culture. So you're right, yeah. Yeah, like, I, you know, I have a close buddy of mine. His name is Jimmy. Uh, he's also a colleague, but, um, I mean, I consider him, you know, one of my good friends now. And he, you know, he's Latino. And like, he'll invite me over to his family's house or gatherings, kind of like we do. Like, we meet you once, like, down the street. Hi, bye. Next thing you know, you're invited to, like, baptism, wedding. <laughs> yeah, everything. The same year. And, like, you're getting cards in the mail, you know? You, mm hmm you're like, I don't even know if I shared my address with these <laughs> folks, you know? So That's funny, man. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I come from an Armenian background. You know, I grew up here in Cali, in Burbank, of course. Where else? Right? I'm Armenian. It's either Burbank, Glendale, <laughs> or North Hollywood. So, yeah, well, the my family too. chose Burbank. Um, hey, sometimes I see a lot of Armenians in North Hollywood. I think they're expanding. Yeah, no, 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 North Hollywood, too. I, <laughs> I dropped that. That's one of the three. Oh, okay, okay. Um, you guys are growing. <laughs> We're growing, man. We can stay because we've, Hell you yeah. know, we've expanded far <laughs> enough. Um, but yeah, um, Armenian background, raised only child. Mm -hmm. um, no, I'm not spoiled. I know I'm, that's <laughs> like the first thing that comes up usually. Oh, you only child. Let me ask yeah, you something because I, I always hear this, yeah. um, and I don't know if I'm saying this correctly, so maybe you can, you know, correct me. But there's like different types of Armenians. There's Hayastansis. There's uh, perfect, perfect pronunciation on yeah, that. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know. It sounded kind of like no, a was that was good. Yeah, okay. that was actually pretty good. And then there's there's other type of Armenians. Like which one? Which one are are you like? Is that like? Um, is that like? You're just, right. Uh, is it like a rank? <laughs> no, good one. Pretty pretty close. Uh, okay. Just about. Uh, the one where I'm from is probably the highest ranking, which is the. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We're, Armenians are Armenians. If you ask any Armenian, they won't. They usually don't try to separate it because we're so loyal to you know the country where we're from. So we're all Armenian, right? But you know, some of us, you know, I, I'm sure you've heard of the Armenian genocide, uh, which uh, happened April 24th, mm -hmm. uh, 1915, which recently passed. We uh, celebrated. I think it was 103 or 104 years of denial. Um, it's crazy. And um, so when that happened back in the day, we spread throughout. We, I mean, we had to flee, right? So we went to like Iran, Syria, um, obviously Lebanon. My like, well, what I'm considered as far as the three that you mentioned, there's like Hayastansi and Lebanese Armenian, and then there's a Barskahai. Barskahai means like Persian Armenian. Okay. Since, uh, you know, my parents are from Iran, but they're still Armenian, but that's where they grew up. So that's where I was conceived. And then I came here, we went to Germany, and then we came here in 92, like uh -huh. in second grade. So grew up in Burbank and then went and then met Hyro in high school mm -hmm. or middle school. Yeah, John Muir. John Muir. We went to middle school and then high school together. Um, but yeah, I mean that's a little background for me. Right now, I'm, you know, I work for an institution, um, which um, you know it's been great. It's been a great journey. I have no regrets in life. But we're here doing the podcast now. So. And, Hell yeah. and yeah. you have a Latina girlfriend. Back to the Latina girlfriend. <laughs> you weren't gonna let go of this. No, that's fine. Yeah, I mean she's she's been great, man. She's been how, how long my rock been together. For, 
It's been four years. Four years. Four years now, yeah. Um, in April. So pretty soon you got to put that ring on it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I like it. I got to put that ring on it, right? <laughs> Sooner or later, right? Yeah, man. No, no. It's definitely going to happen yeah. sooner than later, for sure. <laughs> I don't think I have a choice, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. They're crazy. They're crazy. Oh, that's good, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. And I'm happy you're here, bro, because I, really I really want you to share the story, you, okay? You, but before sure. we, we get into the story, because, you know, it might get a little, a little like, you know, emotional. Let, mm -hmm. Let's take a shot, and then we'll go from there, all right? Sure. That sounds good. What Salud. do you want? What do you want? Let's do this. Oh, man. That shot was good. That was amazing. Honestly, <laughs> I'm a lightweight, to... though. That's enough for me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Here, we'll give you some water, man. You can drink some water. No more commercial breaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I told Heidel, eventually we're going to have to change it up, man, because these breaks. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Come I'm back. I'm going to have to spend the night. Yeah, exactly. Hey, there's a pullout couch in here, too, so you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Nah, and then I got to do another <laughs> podcast tomorrow. <laughs> That's funny, man. Hey, uh, I, I was meaning to ask you, Brian. Huh? So what happened with that bed, dog? Oh, oh man. man. Ooh. Don't, don't even bring that up. You fucked up. Four zero? Dude, that was bad. I didn't even, I don't even like, know what happened. That was like they almost knew you had a bed going. So some guy down in San Fernando Valley. Made a bad. We got to make sure we score four today, guys. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Seriously, something, man. That's what it seems like. They were out to get me, bro. I know. Uh, you know, I know what happened, fool. Barcelona was trash. Oh, dude, honestly, I just hated the way they came out and played. And oh, so man. That's a coaching, you know, problem, I feel like. like I don't know why. And I've always said this because Mexico does this, too. Like, when they're winning. Yeah. The other day, they were, I forgot, not the other day, like, uh, one World Cup. Or something they were yeah. winning, and they just changed their whole like their whole strat. It was to against just, uh, La Máquina Naranja. Oh, so uh, Netherlands. Netherlands. Sorry. Okay. Oh, so yeah. yeah, they were like winning. Netherlands. Yeah. They were winning, and they just they go into it like from halftime break. Like I'm sure the coach is like, all right, let's just go defense only. And my thing is like that's the worst thing you can do. Just if yeah. you're playing well. And you just score, play the way you've been playing. Keep playing. Yeah. Don't change it. Like, and that's, stick to your guns. Yeah. And I get it that maybe Barcelona, you know, such a better team, probably better defenders or anything. But they're probably like, you know what? Let's just go into it, play more defensive. Let's, you know, let's control more and this yeah. and that. But dude, it, they scored with, in, in, they scored in the first six minutes. Don't you love uh, high high? You change the subject from Barcelona to Mexico, Mexico right away. Yeah. Well, no, because hey, yeah, yeah, I'm just messing. I'm just messing. I, it's just it's that strategy of playing really. No, but you're right. Pisses you're me right. off because now to. it's like two of my teams that I like are doing it. Yep. It's like, dude, that's annoying. Like I don't, I haven't seen other foods really do that. Like I, well, I maybe I don't watch other foods, but have you um, seen that video though? I don't know if you guys checked it out. There's a video of. Uh, Messi, he's talking about Ronaldo, oh, where no. he admits that Ronaldo's the best player to play the game. Interesting. But he says it with his own words. I mean, I could be wrong, but we, I mean, we can maybe watch the video. And, I yeah, mean, I he, they, seen they interview him. I want to watch it. After he this. confesses that. Wow. But I mean, who's the judge, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. Yeah, I think they're both great at what they oh, do. Oh man, they're crazy, dude. Ronaldo's <laughs> yeah. like an all-around player. He's good, and I just always said about Messi, Messi like him with the ball, it's like a, he has like a yeah. magnet to it, and just it's his passes, to his foot. bro. His passes are like what? Yeah, 
Like, how did that even get there? The guy's crazy. amazing. Well, his passes weren't like that for the bet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this. For anyone that doesn't know what bet we're talking about, basically, I bet Brian that uh, Barcelona wouldn't win the Champions League, and they're eliminated. So, Brian, you got to cut your hair like a little mullet boy. Man, that's whack. You doing that? <laughs> that's whack. Yeah, I have to. A bet's a bet, bro. Uh, because if I was to lose, yeah. I was going to dye my hair Barcelona color. So burgundy and blue, I would have been like, Ooh. Uh, so that's kind of the bet we made. So yeah, maybe that man. could be next year's bet. Yeah, maybe. We'll Again, see. We'll man, see. well, I got to wait another three years to grow <laughs> my hair. <laughs> bad, bro. All bad, but whatever, man. Whatever. Maybe next year. Let's uh let's kind of now talk about why we have Ocean here, man. Why why you're here? It's just a a story that me and Brian, you know, heard from you, and we just feel that we, we want you to share, man. We really appreciate that you're sharing it, man. I know it's sometimes you know it can be a little emotional, but yeah, it's kind of like a you said like a positive or like a positive mindset. Um, you know, it's it's kind of like a story of like not giving up, and um, you know overcoming obstacles in your life and really understand the fact that life still goes on right no matter mm -hmm. what happens mm -hmm. on the day-to-day -day. and um you know mine could be the most smallest of things that happen you know there's people that you know have much much worse things that have happened to them and which makes mine look like nothing yeah at all you mm -hmm. know no, I guess uh, everyone yeah. has their down downs and everyone has their you know upside of things like when it comes to life so i think it's important to really analyze that sometimes because you know what you're going through couldn't be could be someone else's best day of their life for yeah. example mm -hmm. um i guess that's the best way to put it my story uh could be a very minute example and you know i even though it was a very tragic and personal, but if, you know, if it's going to be able to reach out to some folks out there, you know, I really wouldn't mind sharing it. Well, awesome, man. Thank we'll, you for that. Honestly, we'll, thank you for that. Well, go ahead and share, man. Yeah, the man. Mic is yours. We'll, you yeah. Know. All right. So um, bring back to kind of in relations to what I, Hira had asked me regarding the, the kind of what had happened to me, you know, and in, in, in terms of a motivation, um, you know, in 2007, um, uh, my father and I came into our building, you know, in our apartment complex. And once we entered, we were faced by a gunman who was a tenant in, in the, in that complex. So as we approached him, the gunman didn't hesitate. You know, uh, he started, you know, unloading at that time, his weapon. And tragically, I, you know, I... I lost my father in in terms of this. Mm -hmm. um, I was a very young kid. I was, you know, 22 years old, perhaps. Um, and this was a big blow to the family. And then I also was wounded during this because the, you know, the gun didn't, the gunman during the time, he was um, reloading his weapon. So, you know, I was hesitant. So I had to take off running while being wounded. And, um, even more tragically, once I entered another apartment complex, um, the lady of the complex came out and uh, her her life was tragically taken on the spot as well. So, you know, I was forced to run and 
um, to escape because at that point, you know, he, he, he was um, going to take more lives, including mine and anyone that was around him for the most part. Um, so when that happened, I took off and, you know, I woke up, I started knocking on doors and then a couple pulled me into their apartment complex. And when that happened, um, you know, I, I had lost a lot of blood at that point, not to get graphic, but at this point I had lost a lot of blood in my arm was completely shattered. So I, the ambulance came next, next thing I knew I woke up, I was in the hospital suffering nerve damage and you know my um, I guess my wrist wasn't connected completely the surgery was done but I had no motion of my wrist I couldn't lift my wrist for you know a long time but and that's a flash forward but was this your like writing arm or yeah it was my right hand so it's your so your dominant hand my dominant hand for the most part Ouch. yeah so it, it was tough you know given the fact that you know, here I am going to college, you know, um, I'm the only child in the family. I have my mom. My dad was the main breadwinner, but you know, we all, we all played a role in the family. You know, everyone was a go-getter. Like I had my own job, my mom had her own. And then, um, my dad had his, his own, had his own construction company. So it was tough because, you know, I'm not only as an emotional perspective and, you know, I've said the story a few times, but, you know, it's it, it never gets easier sharing this. Of course, I've been able to cope with it because knowing that he's in a better place gives you a lot more comfort and uh, stability to move forward. Because I know that that's what he would have wanted at the end of the day, um, because essentially that's what we're going to want for our kids. You know, we want them to be happy. And that's where my mindset was at that age um and you know i was very i was very opposed to like hard medication i, I remember flashback to when i was in the hospital and i was on morphine and when i finally came out of like intensive care because you know i mean i had an outer cast with like metal arm you know uh, uh i guess rods drilled into my bone because the bone was very severely shattered. So when I was in the hospital and I got out, I had to, I decided to quit all drugs because it was, it was a high dose of morphine, which killed the pain because it was very painful. Not only the actual gunshot wound, but just like the amount of surgeries I went through and like the scars I had. So I came out of the hospital. I'm like, you know, I'm going to I'm going to quit cold turkey because they had after after the hospital had like Percocet, like really high dosage of painkillers. So I decided to quit on a gunshot wound. Here I am taking Motrin to like cope with the pain just to not be addicted to like uh, hard dosage of I guess it's opiates if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. um, so I quit, but I was on Mo uh, Motrin, but um at the time, you know, pain wasn't just um, like a physical pain, but it was also emotional pain because not only do I have to cope with, you know, emotions at the time at a young age, losing someone that's been like a mentor, such a, you know, someone close to me like that, you know? Yeah. And then also having to, you know, cope with like the pain of 
having a gunshot wound at a very young age. And, you know, I won't go into detail, but it wasn't like a regular, you know, bullet. But I remember it being really tough because, you know, I had to be mentally strong because I know, you know, right now I'm in a state of mind where, you know, it's just my mom. Um, I have to be strong for her. And this this was influenced by a lot of my family members. And they they would always guide me like, hey, you know, you got to be strong for your mom and you got to be there. And it's a young age, you know, I know I'm I'm a grown old fart now. But at that <laughs> time, when you think about it, I, for for instance, for me, it feels like it was yesterday, but I'll never forget it. No matter how old I am, like you could go on 60, 65, 70. It, it's, it's a quick flashback, like as if it happened yesterday. But I remember once that mindset kicked in, um, that positivity where, look, I'm 20 years old, life has to go on, and you know you have so much to live. Mm-hmm. I know that that's what you know my pops would have wanted. Um, anyone that could relate to this incident or uh, has faced something traumatic or it could be worse, it could be a lot smaller um to give them hope and really um you know in form of some guidance through whatever journey they're whether it's hard easy to you know be patient and when this happened um i remember i was like what do i gotta do now right um i gotta work first of all i gotta get my arm back because i felt like I don't have my arm first of all I can't play you know at that time you're like playing basketball with friends like you know you drive a manual stick shift car and you know like these things are just popping up in your head you're like I gotta be able to do all this right Mm -hmm. so I would just like walk around the block and like make sure I'm getting my arm back like I had metal rods in my arm I remember I would take Motrin and just make sure I'm getting movement in my arm right and always being, you know, proactive in whatever I did. So I kept like having visions of, look, this I got to do this. I got to put one foot forward every day. It's progress, not perfection. Make sure I get there to eventually to the finish line. And, you know, my wrist wouldn't get better. And, you know, whatever I did as if, you know, God forbid, you know, I, I kind of put myself in the shoes of, you know, someone handicapped, much less fortunate than I am in that situation, for example, right? And who can't walk, right? Mm-hmm. And I would just concentrate on my wrist lifting because I would move my fingers, my arm, bend my arm, but I could just, my wrist was completely dead. I couldn't lift my wrist. So I was like, what do I have to do, right? So it was like already a year where I was, you know, taking therapy, physical therapy to get my strengths back and really going the limit of going to, you know, USC Medical Center. Now how I would have like great doctors that would take care of me there. But I just wouldn't get my wrist back and it was already like a year and a half. So it came down to Finally, the doctors are like, listen, you have your strength. I I mean, 
you lift you lift your arm up down um everything is fine and they had finally actually taken you know i had metal rods in my arm and they had finally taken those out of my arm and i had to go see a doctor um that was at saint joseph's which originally where they took me to because it happened in the city I was at, mm-hmm. that's the closest hospital. Right, 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 right. So they took me there and they took me great care of me. And I went back to the doctor that had originally done work on me. And my mom had, and he hadn't, he didn't, uh, he didn't charge us for the bill. And nice. it was actually a lot of money. Really nice guy. Very nice guy. So because of that, my I remember this because, you know, good people do exist, you know. So my mom had made this ridiculous like bouquet of flowers, right? And we went to this guy's office um, to thank him. Mm-hmm. My mom, like that was her way of saying thank you for, you know, excusing the bill and really doing it as, as a good deed. Yeah. And I remember he got mad at my mom for buying the flowers. Damn, that's crazy. So you just got mad? Yeah, he got upset actually. Told my mom, pulled her aside in all serious. And she was like, yes, doctor. And he's like, Helen, like, don't ever do this again. The fact that, like, she, she offered actually, her flowers? She had, yeah, she had spent. Because, I mean, look, an average bouquet of flowers, how much does it cost? Like, let's say it's roses. Like, well, I feel like bucks. roses are expensive. That's why maybe he, yeah. like, he, I guess he was really trying to be helpful. Like, hey, you should have just saved the money for you guys. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's what the it seems fact, like. He was. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um it was just like, yeah, like, don't spend a dollar on this. Like, I got you, you know? That's, That's crazy. That's dope. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It goes a long way with me, but. <laughs> no, no, man. It's true. Hook like, me up with your doctor, man. What's Saint that? Joseph's. Yeah, hook me up with your doctor. <laughs> I got you, man. I know his name. He, he'll he'll take care of my bills too, maybe, man. No, for sure. <laughs> uh, shout no, out shout out to Dr. Uh, Jacobians, uh, Shahan. <laughs> that's dope but no i know now obviously we're seeing here that you're moving your wrist yeah. again it was a year in a year and eight months i had no movement in my wrist though so i went into the i went into the usc medical center and like all right like um kind of like ready for this like they already knew it was gonna happen they're like we're gonna have to do a surgery i'm like okay like what surgery they're like, we're going to have to do a tendon transfer, which is essentially there's two tendons that do a downward motion of the wrist mm-hmm. and then two that actually bring the wrist up. So what they were going to do is they were going to transfer 50% of the strength strength from my downward motion to bring it up for me to have the full motion of my wrist back. So I was convinced. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. You know, like I, I want to get motion back because... You know, just having that slight difference. I mean, it's not slight, but uh, it's not like a major surgery what others have gone through, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a big deal, like, to get your whole, I guess, uh, hand back. Mm -hmm. So we decided to do the surgery, and then um, they scheduled me uh, a month later for the surgery. And um, I went in. I went in on the surgery. No, I'm sorry. The night before my surgery, I remember this. I remember my mom. My mom was a strong believer. And they did like a prey on my hand. 
just for the surgery to go well, like like a successful one, you know. So they did that on my arm, and then I went in. I remember going in the next day at 5 a.m. I couldn't eat anything the night before or whatnot. Show up at 5 a.m. They put me in that gown with your like butt cheeks hanging out. <laughs> They're prepping, uh, they're prepping you. Right? Yeah, they're pretty much prepping me, basting me, whatever it is. <laughs> so I remember falling asleep in like in one of the rooms on a bed. I fell asleep, and then two hours later or an hour later, uh, I was woken up by one of, one of the surgeons. They woke me up. They're like, son, wake up. And I opened my eyes, and they're like, um, we're going to have to reschedule your surgery. They're like, um, the person prior to you had um you know it's taking a long time in the surgery room so we're gonna have to reschedule you two weeks later Mm -hmm. i'm like okay like i had no choice at that point so they rescheduled me two weeks later within that two week time frame um i got my entire wrist back wow yeah so it went from a year and a half almost two years worth of work not getting my wrist back and i mean i would like do movements exercise you know i honestly i thought i was gonna lose i mean i i had lost my wrist so i was shooting basketball with my left hand doing things with my left hand like till this day i do things with my left hand much better than i used to because of it it's because of you know that you know that positivity where i had like i gotta move on i gotta get over this if i'm not gonna be able to use my right i gotta be able to use my left you know yeah that's dope, and it just dude. kept going on so within that two-week period i got my wrist back and i went in on my surgery date and the doctors were like what are you doing here you're not dressed for surgery you're kind of late you're not you should have been here like an hour ago you know i'm like yeah well i you know i gotta talk to you so i pulled him aside and i'm like listen i got my wrist back He's like, what do you mean you got your wrist back? I'm like, yeah, I, I honestly got my wrist back. And I was like, I was so excited, like, telling him that I got my wrist back within that two-week period after the fact that I'd waited, like, a year and a half, mm-hmm. two years not getting my, my wrist back. And he's like, show me. And I and I just ri- lift lift my wrist in front of him, and he was just stunned he goes son there's no way you could have gotten your wrist back he goes matter of fact the surgery was already planned for you years ago and you know we we anticipated that the surgery was going to happen and the fact that you got your wrist back is nothing short of a miracle so like i also remember at that time there's a bunch of his students that walked in or that he had invited in mm-hmm. just for them to have me demonstrate me lifting my wrist. That's because crazy. it was like to the point where this wasn't going to happen. It shouldn't have happened. But, but sure did. enough, it happened. Yeah. You know, as and as a physician, I mean, he was like four, one of four amazing doctors mm-hmm. that there is in the nation. So. Well, that's good, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually super stoked that you were able to, like, basically, I mean, you were, like, depressed, and then you just, this yeah. miracle happened, and you got your arm back, and yeah. you're not giving up. You have positive energy. It's just, 
that's that's why I said like the story is amazing, man. Because I don't know how I would have handled it. I don't know how I would have been. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's a devastating story, man. Losing your dad. You know, not yeah. even to use your dominant hand, which is the main hand you used everything. Basketball, your writing hand, everything. You know, you have to learn how to write with your Absolutely. left. That's crazy, man. You know, it's depressing. Yeah, it was tough, man. Definitely. Thank you. Yeah, Thank man. You big for understanding, big ups but, yeah. to you, bro. Like yeah, that's crazy. Sure. Like, like I said, I think going. I think I told you this, and when we talked about it, you know, yeah. and that's why we like we wanted to have you here. Like I was like, dude, I don't know what I would have done if I went through something like that. But now I know your story, and it's like, yep. You know, you kind of like, I guess it's, it's safe to say, like you prepped me a little bit. Yeah. You know, like you prepped me well, for I something like that, that and, and I appreciate that, dude. Like, thank you, because you know, no one never knows, dude. And that's the thing, like you gotta appreciate life, like. It literally just happens like that in a second. Yeah, I think. Like, it literally happens, and you can't prep yourself for that. And now I have someone like you that you kind of somewhat did. You know, you somewhat kind of. Obviously, you know, it, it's probably be different, you know, because it's my parents or whatnot. But the thing is, is like, of course. I know someone who's been through it, and I know what he had to do and what he's been through. So I'm yep. going to try to follow those steps if I happen to get through something. If that happens to me, you know. Of course, let I mean, let that never happen to anyone. Yeah, would, God you know, forbid exactly. Yeah, but yeah, God yeah, forbid yeah. anything like that happen, but yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said, mine could be the smallest case in other people's shoes and you know, life goes on like not take things for granted. Um got to appreciate it and you know, yeah. keep pushing through. Definitely, yeah, I man. guess, right? No, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yep. Good good stuff, man. Here, well, here, here, bro, look. Oh. That's for you right there. <laughs> Damn. Here, Cheers. Here. Cheers Salud. to that. Salud. 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 Honestly, Salud, thank you for that, dude. Yeah. I, you know, really appreciate that you were able to say that for us and because I know how personal that can be, you know. Yeah. So thank you for that, man. Thank you for that. Well, but, you um, I appreciate you coming here and, you know, being part of this episode. And now that, you know, we, we got the, the story down, now we got to put you in a predicament and i'm gonna let brian take it from here because every guest gets this ocean sorry man can't get away with this all right mama yeah dude it's the Let's do it. it's the infamous what would you do fool? all right it's the infamous what would you do all right here it goes this this predicament just a little random because i know you and i don't know each other and you know that we can be super random at times okay <laughs> what you know how this guy invited oh, you to snap. the podcast you know he told you hey come come over ocean we're gonna have a podcast and everything and this food just randomly tells you, hey, yo, Ocean, uh, so what we're going to have to do is uh, we're all just going to, you know, put down, like, everyone's going to take off the clothes and put this piece of wardrobe right here. And, uh, you know, he gives you, like, it's like an elephant thong and shit. <laughs> <laughs> he gives you one. He's like, all right. Nah, dog. That's not going to fly one bit. <laughs> But he's like, no, but look, this is going to go. Okay, good. okay, okay. He goes, hey, it's going to be all good. You know, everything's safe. It's just for our, our you know, like our podcast is going to yeah. be fine. Everything's going to be okay. No one's going to do anything. No one's seen this. This is just a podcast that we're doing. And they're not even going to know this. You know, it's just that we're not even going to talk about this. It's just because I like to have this for myself because I feel like when we're like this, you know, everyone's loose, looser up, you know, like yeah. everyone's loosened up yeah. and they feel like more free to say stuff. Okay. And that's a no. That all you would do, you would not do it for sure. But for hold on, sure, on top no. of that, on top of that, I'm willing, like, because you came to our show, <laughs> I'm willing to pay you, like, you know, two grand. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I'm telling but you, but nothing hey, gets out, like nothing, yeah. nothing, like no, no pictures, nothing. It's yeah. just he wants because he feels he has like this thing that he thinks that, you know, if if like we're like this, all of us are like this, like you just lose. So wait, more. we're all wearing this. Yeah, we're all wearing this. So that's like to put you in your comfort zone. You're all wearing thongs? 
Yeah, we're all elephant ones. Just <laughs> they're elephant not. Like, they can be like granny panties or whatever. Yeah, we granny wear. panties. Like he gives yeah. you the choice, you know. Yeah, and Brian chooses the color because obviously, <laughs> obviously, I'm the one that thought of the idea of you know let's wear thongs, but Brian chooses the color, and like everyone has a different color, okay. But you're gonna get know, you're man. gonna get compensated two thousand dollars because he knows it could be weird. It could yeah. be weird. We get it, you know. But you had to come say your story, whatever, anything, anything. It could be another podcast. The next one coming. It's just up. that Heidel has a study that he feels. I that. know, man. It feel it makes me feel uncomfortable that you even <laughs> thought of this. I mean, I mean, it's a what would you do? I I mean, I didn't think of it today. <laughs> okay, but it, it came up, so now it's because now I really don't want to do it. It's a what would you do? Okay, and that's it. So you, okay, uh, you're a no. It's a no for it's you. It's a no for me, man. Yeah, I love so you guys, you, bro. You'd be like, I'm not gonna do this. So you'll yeah. you'll shut down the two thousand bucks too. Yeah, two thousand really. Uh, nah. I, last 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 straw. I, I looked at my bank and I was like, you know what? I have a little more budget in there. Ten thousand. That's it. Take it or leave it. Ten thousand. And you have to do this episode, this next episode, with a thong on. But I, you know, I'm not, I'm not gay or anything like that. I'm just, you know, I want like <laughs> I Brian says. Not, man. He has a study it's where I, there's a study you, you let loose and you let you loose talk more because you know it's like they say like we're here talking with our pants down. Like, yeah, basically, yeah, but I, I mean, ten thousand. I mean, a thong's not granny panties. Do, <laughs> so you probably go do the granny panties. <laughs> so you would do the granny. <laughs> granny like said, panties, maybe ten grand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. There's no elephant thong. Okay, okay. Huh? No, no. no, okay, that's good. You need more money for that. You need our budget yeah, to be we, bigger. Yeah, money talks. Hi, <laughs> right, Ocean. Well, thank you for being part of the episode, man. We really appreciate it. Honestly, I know it took guts for you to come and do this. And yeah, we thank appreciate you, Ocean. It. Honestly, yeah, honestly, honestly, no thank worries. You, man. And for everyone who's listening who don't know about us, well, we are The Mexican Ways. You guys can find us on our social media platforms. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. Mexican Ways. That's G-U-E-Y-S at the end. All right, guys? Don't get it twisted. It's not W-A-Y-S. But it yeah, guys. Yeah, w- let us know, you know, anytime. If you guys want to hear certain stuff, let us know, too. You know, that's why... Those platforms are there for you guys. And also, guys, who guys are ever interested in buying some of our merch, we have our Mexican Ways t-shirts, Mexican Ways hats on our website at www.mexicanways.net. I got you, Ocean. I'm going to get you your stuff right now, man. Yeah, we got to get we gotta get you a shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just take, you know, take a little <laughs> when you're wearing it's it. It's the granny. It's the granny panties. Mexican Ways. <laughs> All right, cool. I'll wear them here next <laughs> there time. You go. Hey, I'll just show up in just those. <laughs> yeah. When you wear your shirt, Ocean, there you go. When, you wear, when you wear the shirt of Mexican Ways, do a story. We'll, we'll reshare it. You got Hell it. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you Sounds very much. Good. We out of here. Thank you, Ocean. Once again, thank you. you Later. Oye, mijo, que show es ese que están escuchando. Tremenda vaina. Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina.